We learn a few amazing things from the story of Saul's conversion to Paul today. First of all, we learn that you can never know exactly who is going to believe in Jesus today. And one day, Saul went from someone who hated Christians and persecuted them and threw them in prison, who did not believe in Jesus, thought he was a fake, and all of a sudden, he turns to Jesus and becomes one of the greatest apostles of the entire church. You never know who might turn to the Lord and believe in him, who today might say that they don't believe in Jesus, or they're an atheist, or they persecute Christians, which is why we pray for all peoples, even for our enemies. The second thing is that when Paul has this experience, it says that for three days he was unable to see and he neither ate nor drank. Does that remind you of anyone? How long was Jesus in the tomb? Three days. Did Jesus eat anything in the tomb? No. Did he drink anything in the tomb? No. But on the third day, he rose. Saul has this experience of kind of being in the tomb for three days. He can't see. He eats nothing. He drinks nothing. He's just there trying to understand what just happened to me. And then when Ananias comes to pray for him, what does Saul receive? Baptism. He now believes in Jesus, and the proper response is to be baptized. This is the second thing we learned today, is that the proper response to believing in Jesus is to be baptized. And when we're baptized, we share in Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection. Who here is baptized? Raise your hand. Okay, put your hands down. Did you know that in your baptism, you have already died? You already died to the old life of sin. Jesus died for you. You didn't have to feel the pain of that, feel the agony of that, but he died for you, and you share in that by your baptism. Who here is baptized? Raise your hands again. Did you know that in your baptism, you have already risen in Christ? You're already sharing a new divine life with him. This happened in your baptism because you share in Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection mysteriously. Finally, what this passage tells us today is that when we experience the mercy and love of God, we must share it. Saul, he's baptized, and what does he do? He goes right into those synagogues in the city of Damascus, where he had planned to find out who are the Christians here and to arrest them. He had planned to throw them into prison. He was going to bind them with ropes, bind them with chains. They were terrified of him. But he goes into the synagogues, and now he says, Brothers, sisters, friends, you are right. Jesus the Nazarene is the Messiah. Can you imagine? Paul goes and proclaims Christ 
and shares what has happened to him. And when you and I experience God's mercy and love, we have to share it. We can't keep it to ourselves. We have to proclaim it. We have to tell others about it. And not be afraid of what they'll think of us. Because God wants to be good to them. God wants to bless them. God wants to give them many, many gifts. God wants to baptize them into Christ Jesus so they can die to sin and live a whole new life. And that happens when we share the good news of what Jesus has done for me. Today, as we ask St. Paul to pray for us, let's ask in particular to pray for us and all of Roseville that all peoples in this city would believe in Jesus, that all people in the city would be baptized into Christ Jesus, that all people in this city would be able to proclaim to the world that Jesus is the Messiah. He has risen from the tomb. He has given me a whole new life. And he's with us until the end of time.